Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Meat Friday. Traeger Grills all fired up. So is Fritzy and myself. Yours truly, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. The other Danettes not here, and that means more for Fritzy. Fritzy goes, could I have the espresso coriander rubbed beef tenderloin? And I go, <laughs> yes, you can. That's exactly what I said. I don't want to overstep my bounds, but uh, there's I got my eye on a few different things out there. I said, if you came in and it's really cold and it's icy. It went black ice. It was a little slippery. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to make a big deal about it. And then he said, if I get the uh, espresso coriander rubbed beef tenderloin on the Traeger, could I also get the balsamic Brussels sprouts with bacon? And I said, yes, I can do that as well. So this is a feast for you, Todd. Making dreams come true. My new best friend. Uh, We've touched on a, well, we've had a a variety of topics here, including one that Todd's son, Jordan, is going through uh, knee surgery this morning. And Todd wanted to know, so he came to the expert. And he asked me, he said, well, are they going to open up his knee? I said, no, they're just little incisions. He goes, well, like, what do they look like? And so I pulled down my pants to show him my, my incisions. <laughs> I that wasn't are still, prepared for that. Like, I'm I know, glad but, you did, but, but I wasn't prepared. For that. Look, I, 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 it's a tutorial. It's a, it's a, a learning moment. It's like there. a master class knee surgery yes. thing you did. Yes. So I pointed out where I have my incisions and then I have the big scar when they open it up to give me a, a new knee. Uh, one of our fans, uh, Ryan says, I turn on the show and uh, usually I have all weekend to uh, watch the show or listen to the show. If I miss it, uh, first thing I hear is Dan's pulling down his pants in front of Fritzy. Context is everything. Now, sometimes it's better to not have context on this show. But, uh, yeah, Todd, I did point out some things and I let him know this is probably what it'll look like for your son. But he should be fine. So I appreciate it. I don't know why you were in such a rush to pull your pants back up. You could have taken your time. <laughs> but that's for another day. <laughs> Uh, the big news is Drew Brees is going to play against the Kansas City Chiefs. That uh, number one seed overall in the NFC is really important, but uh, Drew Brees has been medically cleared, 
And uh, you're going to have the interesting matchup. Drew Brees, Matt, Patrick Mahomes, the Saints back in 2017. We're going to take Patrick Mahomes from what Sean Payton told me, the 11th pick. Kansas City went up and got him. The Saints then drafted Marshawn Lattimore, who will be covering Tyreek Hill coming up this weekend. Uh, Diana Rossini, who covers the NFL for the Mothership, said the Saints knew on Monday or Tuesday that they were going to start Drew Brees, but nothing leaked out. And then she says that locker room is incredible. I don't know if that's done anything to the point spread. Can we check McLovin and see what the game was and Drew Brees coming back? Has that changed the number at all? Yeah, McLovin. Right now, I have Chiefs minus three. Do you think it should change it? Um, hmm. If, if it does, maybe a half a point. I don't know if it'll be yeah. much, if anything. Yes, McLevin. Is it crazy that I kind of wanted to see Taysom Hill against the Chiefs just to see what would happen? Did he have a shot? It felt like a ball control offense against Kansas City is what you want. Can Taysom Hill sustain drives? Is he consistent enough to sustain some drives against Kansas City? Kansas City will keep you in the game. You know, they, they don't run away from you. They don't blow you out. And if the Saints have that moment where they can maybe have a chance to win the game, you know, do you want Taysom Hill in there, a healthy Taysom Hill, or do you want a sort of healthy Drew Brees in there? You know, there was talk maybe Jameis Winston was going to get a chance to start in this game, which was kind of strange because you're thinking, I thought they had decided Taysom Hill is the quarterback of the future here, except for the immediate future against Kansas City. Yes, Paulie. How weird that it have been. We just got done watching Marcus Mariota on Thursday Night Football and Jameis Winston starting against the defending Super Bowl champs in the same weekend. It'd be like a throwback week. A couple of phone calls. We'll get to that. McLevin, let's run down some of the games this weekend, and I'll give you uh, my thoughts on, on some of these matchups here. Okay, I'm really curious. New England at Miami. The Dolphins are two-point favorites. Is this – I mean, is New England going to play spoiler here? Well, they have no choice. Yeah. But this would be the end of the Patriots season, you know, for sure, losing this game. But this is where you want to see Miami, you know, act like a playoff team here. You're supposed to win these games, act like a playoff team here. And they certainly have given the impression that they are a playoff team. This is where I'd like to see something a little more special out of Tua this weekend. But you know how rookie quarterbacks fare against Bill Belichick. That is not a good list to be on. What else do you have? Okay, a couple of NFC East games. Cleveland at the Giants. Cleveland six-point favorites. And the Cardinals host the Eagles, also six-point favorites. Either of these NFC East teams surprised you in this game? It seems like a big number for the, the Browns to be playing the Giants in New York. It just feels like that. Um, I think people are still waiting to buy into the Cleveland Browns. I don't know if... You know, it feels like this is still a wait and see and probably will be for the rest of the regular season. Um, I'd rather have Colt McCoy in there than Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones doesn't take care of the football. Is he a, a better quarterback, more talented quarterback? Maybe, but I trust Colt McCoy right now in, in you know, in December weather. I want you to be able to uh, hold on to the football. Don't try to do anything extra here. Play conservative. They play hard. Um, that seems like a, a pretty good number. I am curious about Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, that matchup, and just how much fun that could be. I don't know how good the Eagles are, but the Cardinals, you got to win this game. You know, they, they absolutely have to win this game. 
Washington has been the team that truly looks like a team, but if Alex Smith is not quarterbacking, they're not winning. And, you know, they're probably not winning anyways with Seattle, but that is a that has become a good team and a good, very good defense. What else do you have? Uh, are we going to have to watch Bucks at Atlanta? That's a six-point spread for the Bucks. Yes. Uh, you've been kind of on Atlanta lately. Well, this is in this matchup, historically, the team that's not supposed to win wins usually at least one of the two matchups. And they play each other twice here. And I would expect Atlanta to win one of these games. I think we're taking a wait-and-see approach with Tampa Bay. You know, I, I, I don't know. Like, we, we spent so much time early in the season, and then we sort of backed away from them just to kind of, we'll, we'll revisit this. And it feels like I'm not quite sure just how good they are. What else? Texans at the Colts, uh, 7.5 Indy. Uh, I'd like to see the Colts continue momentum and prove that they're, you know, one of the, uh, you know, four or five, six best teams in football right now. Texans, you know, they go as Deshaun Watson goes. And I, I would say, you know, I like the Colts. I think Colts running the football, playing good defense there. Last one for you. Rams, slight favorites over the Jets. I got 17 and a half. <laughs> The Jets are the Jets done? Is it Owen sixteen and Trevor Lawrence? Uh, I think you know you just got to make sure you don't allow the Jets to stay in the game because you know we can laugh about the matchup and this is where you let somebody hang around and as long as they're not doing something stupid like an all-out blitz on the final play and then nobody playing deep coverage and then you bite on a double move, you know the Jets would have won that game. If they hang in there, you know, do they could they win? Yeah, they they have a chance to win. But if I'm the Rams, put them away, put them away early. Yeah, Paul. Rams have a big opportunity here. They got an easy one this week. Then they have Seattle and Arizona. They could take care of their division. And if they went three and zero, they could. Eh, they got some work to do. They need some help to get home field. They have to win all three, and they need some help. That would be gigantic for them. Yeah. Uh, by the way, last night, the Chargers beating the Raiders in overtime. Derek Carr is out. And I look, Raider fans are turning on me here. They're like, why do you always want Derek Carr out of there? I said, I, I, I don't want him out of there. My job is to look at a situation and go, is Derek Carr going to be your quarterback for the next couple of years? You owe him $40 million. You can get out from underneath that if you wanted to. And it's $2.5 million dead salary cap money. That's it. If you wanted Mariota to stay in there and you want to look at a quarterback in the draft. So it's not crazy to say it. I, I don't want people to go, you know, you're always talking about Derek. I like Derek Carr. Derek Carr has been good. He's been better than the critics have given him credit for. But with John Gruden, I never know what he's thinking. It feels like whoever's his quarterback is not the quarterback he wants or he likes. But Derek Carr got injured last night. I don't know. They said, a, you know, a serious groin injury. I don't know if that means Marcus Mariota is going to play the rest of the year. Maybe. But I, I don't go out of my way to go, boy, the Raiders got to get rid of Derek Carr. I just know John Gruden. And that's that's part of the uh, the process here. The equation of trying to figure out what John wants. They have. That's a good offense. Uh, I don't know if bringing in a, a, you know, a young quarterback, rookie quarterback changes things. 
I would stay with Derek Carr, but you're paying him a lot of money. And every head coach wants to find a Justin Herbert, a Joe Burrow, somebody that I can go, I can, I don't have to worry about my quarterback for the next five years at least. Yes, he. Gruden doesn't exactly feel like uh, the coach that, a, like a modern coach that a young quarterback wants to go play for, though. I wouldn't. You know, like he just didn't really have that vibe at all. No, but when he used to do those uh, Gruden camps, the workouts with the young quarterbacks, like he he loved Johnny Manziel. He loved those young quarterbacks. But I don't know if game's on the line, you got that young quarterback out there that uh, you want to, you feel that confident. You guys love that Z yeah. pattern down at Auburn. That, ba- Z. that banana why Z and not, not Y. That banana Y. Banana Y. <laughs> Uh, Jesse in Los Angeles joins us. Jesse, good morning. What is on your mind today? Hey, DP. Happy Positivity Friday to all. And as Jeff in Detroit said, you guys mean more to a nation than you'll ever know. But um, I want to say first that there's no way Clemson or Notre Dame drops out because Florida just lost to unranked LSU at home, and they dropped one spot. But you mentioned yesterday that your source who works in college football doesn't want to stinker. They say they don't want to stinker game in the playoffs. So, for their reasons, that's their reason for not expanding and going, including the smaller programs. And to help disprove that, I was wondering if you'll fire up the heavy metal stat of the day for me. All right, here we go. Start of the day! Start of the day! Start of the day! Start of the day! Here comes the stat of the day! I've ran through the numbers of all the college football playoff games since 2015 when it began a total of 15 games. And of those 15 games, 11 were decided by 17 points or more. Six of those were decided by 27 points or more. So 73% of the time, it's a blowout. Well done there, Jess. Thank you. Thank you for, for the phone call. Yeah, we keep talking about oh, Cincinnati. They'd get blown out. Coastal Carolina got blown Texas A&M got blown out against Alabama. What was it, 52 to 28? We have blowouts all the time in the Final Four. Even during the regular season. You know, these one versus, uh, I think A&M was fifth in the country at the time. Get blown out. It happens. But we're so worried for the sanctity of college football that if Cincinnati gets in there, they're getting blown out. Yeah. And so is Notre Dame. Clemson. A&M. Yeah, Paul. And, and like you've said, you could take away that risk by having an eight-team playoff. So Cincinnati, Alabama is the first round. And if they wax Cincinnati, the second round is Alabama versus Clemson, Alabama versus Georgia, Notre Dame. You still have those blue blood games, but you have the opportunity for upset in week one. Terry Bradshaw had high praise for Justin Herbert following last night's performance. Terry says uh, he's uh, got great insight into how to read the coverages. He's accurate as all get up. He really snaps the ball. In other words, there's a lot of spin on that ball. So impressed. So impressed. This guy looks like he'll be there. He's a luck. He's an Elway. He's a Marino. If you're a Charger fan, you should be excited about the future of this team. Like Terry Bradshaw impersonation. That's eh, a little overboard with Terry, but that, that's okay. I like Terry's enthusiasm there. But, uh, yeah, by all accounts, what he's doing, he's going to have the most passing yards and most touchdowns for a rookie quarterback in history. That's a great start. If you're a Charger fan, at the end of this season, when you look back and you go, but we have Justin Herbert. Uh, 
I don't think McLevin says uh, not everybody's all in on my LaMelo ball uh, shout out. Get on the bandwagon. LaMelo oh, ball. Well, I'm just saying it's three preseason games. I know. And you said it's, he's already more productive than Lonzo. He hasn't even played a real game No, no, yet. he's living up to the hype that we had for Lonzo ball. There's a difference. I know. How can you live up to hype in three games? I, I, preseason I, games. I'm just saying watch him play. Just this is a ball worth grabbing onto and holding onto. Uh, it doesn't strike you as premature. I totally listen. I'm all uh, in on the Lamelo. Okay, bandwagon. I think he's awesome. But look, you it's just you, crazy. Yeah, but you criticized me because I wasn't all in on Justin Herbert as he was coming out of <laughs> Oregon, and uh, I'm all in on Lamelo Ball. So I, I I'm I'll raise my hand. Maybe I'm the only one all in on Lamelo Ball. But I told you I've watched him since he was a freshman in high school. He is undisciplined, or he has been, but he is a matchup nightmare at that size with his ball handling ability, left, right-handed. His shot is is better than his brother's, but then so is mine. It, it he, he actually, you have to guard him. And they may not win, but he is, he's worth tuning in to watch. Yes, Seton O'Connor? I don't want to you know, ruin the love affair here. But have you noticed just how much space is between his hand and the ball when he's taking a shot? Uh-oh. Right here. His his palm is right on the ball. There's absolutely no space whatsoever when he takes a shot. So yep. I don't know how much time you've spent breaking down his form, but uh, there's some flaws. I'm trying to let his dad have a teaching moment with his son since his dad knows more basketball than I do. But this is a pet peeve of mine. When you know, you're doing that wrong. Yeah, I know. When you shoot, the ball does not rest on your palm. It should not rest on your palm. It's a finger. You shoot with your fingertips. And LaMelo, we got some work to do on the shot. But you talk about a off the dribble, get to the hoop, or make a great pass. He can do it. I don't think he, he's not the defender, his brother. Lonzo is a good player. Um, he's just never going to be a great player because he can't shoot. But he does play defense, rebounds, and he does see the floor and he's unselfish. LaMelo can be, LaMelo can be special. Now, I said it, McLovin. All right. Oh, I, can I give you a shooting comp? Does he shoot a little bit like Trey Young? Just sort of low release from 57 feet away <laughs> every time he comes down the court. Um, well, Trey makes it. So there's a difference there. Um, hey, LaMelo made him last night. He made a couple, but he was wide open. He had two in the corner that were they were wide open. You know, like I can't go, wow, you made a wide open three. You should be able to do that. Yeah, Paulie. You know, maybe you could have some guys in the back edit up some Ray Allen tape and show them how not to shoot. You could send it over to him, Dan, and say, this is how I just said to Ray. Okay. And in, in, I was going to say in fairness to me, I just said to Ray, you got, you got the ball on your palm of your hand. Unbelievable. I know. But I, I like it when it's on your fingertips. You get the rotation. You get the spin. You can't control it when it's on the palm of your hand. Hey, His Bill face Gates, when you uh, said that to him was one of the funniest oh, reactions I've ever ooh. seen. You know, you're doing that wrong, right? And ooh. he's looking at he's like, what? He <laughs> held the ball right by me. So Ray Allen, one of the you know, top five shooters of all time. Could have been top two. If he had listened to me. Yeah. Uh, but he had the ball and it was resting on palm. I said, you're doing that wrong. He goes, what? <laughs> what? And I go, 
yeah, I, I should be able to put my finger in underneath the ball and palm. He goes, like he, it, you know, that wasn't a good appearance when Ray joined us because I said that. And then Paulie knocked the ball away from Ray as he dribbled past him and uh, didn't strip him of it, but he knocked the ball away from him. Yeah, Paulie. Do you think Ray Allen late at night is in a ball in a corner going, what oh, could have been? I could have been the greatest. Because I used to I used to lie in my bed and I would just shoot at night. I would just be there like that. I wonder if Ray is doing that where his wife's going, Ray, Ray, come on. It's over. You got to go to bed. Yes. Yes. I, he made a special yes. trip into the studio. Well, I know. I know. I know. I know. National radio and TV. I got to bring him in again and just apologize and let him shoot on our new basketball court here. Yes, he it's like our intensity was at a 10, and his was, his was more at like a five and a half, you know? And he probably left there like, what the hell's with those guys, man? Chill out. I saw it. I had to say it. Do I regret it? I do. Why did you have to say it, though? That, I that's because, inner voice. Todd, man. I saw it. I had to say it. But they, there's, there's a thing called the inner voice. There's a lot of things we if we think in the world that we choose not to verbalize for various reasons. Are, that was one of are those you times. listening to yourself? Yes. No, you're not. I was the one that said suggestion box. So instead of verbalizing, no, you write it down. Your inner voice, you never listen to your inner voice. I could edit myself a little better at times. Yes, Paul. It, it, we can bring down anybody. You Anybody could come. The most successful person in the world can come to our studio and we'll chop them up. The on. fact like that Warren, Montana came on. And that's when I had to tell Montana that McLevin called him a system quarterback. <laughs> I mean, who Steve was Young madder though? Success. Who was madder though? Montana with the McLevin comment or Ray Allen when I told him that he was doing it wrong shooting? Uh, you know who was really upset and it was sneaky when in Minnesota Super Bowl when McLovin and Eli Manning was there and he was throwing past McLovin. McLovin goes, "Just pretend I'm an Eagles defensive back." Hit me right <laughs> oh. in the head. Eli stood up and Eli is the most docile guy. Yeah, he starts like stretching his torso and his shoulders because he's going to hum it into McLovin. Yeah, he wanted to hurt you throwing the football. Remember, there was one guy who I thought was going to be mad, Alex Smith, because I said, I'm not worried because you're not, you don't have Mahomes' arms. And we're like, wow, Alex Smith was not unhappy at all. He seemed to be. Yeah, because he got traded right after the show. He just found out he had gotten a $75 million yes. contract yeah. and he didn't tell us. All right, let me take a break. Bill Plaschke from the LA Times Around the Horn will join us. Is my idol Jerry West in trouble with the NBA and the Clippers? Whew. This is a strange story. I'll let uh, Bill tell us, and uh, are the Clippers, the NBA's investigating the Clippers. We'll come back 22 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. 1-800-Flowers.com, 12 peppermint roses, perfect holiday surprise for the special people on your list. If you can't be there, let them know you're thinking about them. You got the white, red roses, and uh, you know what? When you walk into a room, you're going to notice these flowers. Gorgeous roses. 1-800-Flowers. Picked at their peak. Shipped overnight. Ensuring freshness. 12 peppermint roses. Another half dozen roses in a vase for free. That's an amazing deal. But it ends today. Together or from afar, share the holiday magic and the warm wishes of the season with bouquets from 1-800-Flowers. To order 12 peppermint roses plus another half dozen roses and a vase for free. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com. You'll click on the radio icon, enter code Patrick, and you're good to go. 1-800-Flowers.com. 
AR. You pick them, and then they're shipped overnight to ensure freshness. You can't go wrong. Forget about candy canes. you got to do the roses. Thank you, Todd. 1-800-Flowers.com. Code Patrick. The offer ends today. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Sunday night, the push for the playoffs continues. Baker Mayfield and the Browns head to New York to take on the Giants Sunday night at 7 Eastern, only on NBC. McLovin, did you check the weather for that game on Sunday night? It'll definitely be cold at the Meadowlands. Yeah, I think it's going to be cold but dry. Okay. Like 39. Uh, it's always great to take a spin around Los Angeles sports-wise with Bill Plaschke, L.A. Times columnist, and, of course, one of the stars of ESPN's Around the Horn. Let me start with the Chargers, Bill. They got their franchise quarterback. <laughs> Do they have their coach? No, no. He, 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 he iced his own kicker last night. Um, no, they, they need to – Anthony Lynn's a great guy, and everybody in town loves him. But it's time for a new voice, a new fresh look, a new uh, you know take on things, and 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 they, they need somebody to coach this young quarterback because this kid's a star. Herbert's a star, and in, in this town, that means a ton. And last night, he again, he proved what you know what he can do. He's he's gonna behind him. This team could get could become an, actually an LA team, which is the first time thing I've ever, ever I've ever said that. But then you have the Rams, the best team in town, and they've kind of been under the radar, it feels like, uh, because this wasn't the Sean McVay, Jared Goff offense, high-powered quarterback whisper. They've been leading with their defense here in their running game. How dangerous do you think the Rams will become playoff time? Well, I think the Rams can go to the Super Bowl. I mean, you look at the NFC and what what, what else is out there, unless, of course, I heard Drew Brees is coming back, but if yeah. Brees is not healthy and Green Bay's defense is suspect, the Rams can go to the Super Bowl. But they're just – Again, this is a town of star. He's more of a game manager now, and that's working for them. And Cam Makers is great at running back. That's a revelation. But, you know, they, they don't have the star. You never, see his, you never see his face. That's why Justin Herbert, it was, that was such a big deal last night. And it's such a big deal to have them in the new stadium. It's such a big deal. This is the best coaching. They're going to get, 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 get rid of Anthony Lynn. This will be the best coaching vacancy in the NFL. Well, yeah. For sure. I mean, you have your franchise quarterback, and that's what – all of these coaches are looking for. You want that guy, got a rookie contract here, and then you can build around him. And they do have talent on that. It's not like Joe Burrow going to the Bengals. Justin Herbert went to a Charger team that has just underachieved and always had uh, injuries. They have great, great defense. They have great young talent. They got a great quarterback. They have all the ingredients to contend. Of course, they got a, they're, they're in a bad division, and that's going to be tough. But I just think it's a real, it's a real plum job for someone. I, how about Jim Harbaugh? Get Jim Harbaugh back in the NFL. I'm serious. Everybody laughs about that. He was a pretty good NFL coach. He's got a lot of L.A. San Diego roots. Bring him back. Yeah. I Look, it's not far-fetched. I mean, I even brought up, well, you know, if it doesn't work out at Michigan, just have him go to, to the Detroit Lions, you know, just keep him in state there. But, you know, I, I think he'll eventually go back to the NFL, but I don't think he's ready to go now. Uh, I want to ask you about the Clippers situation because this is one of those, wait a minute, what happened? And Jerry West involved in this, and you have somebody saying that Jerry said promised a payoff of, what, $2.5 million to deliver Kawhi Leonard to the Clippers. Why is this coming out now? And is there any validity to it? I know the NBA is investigating. Well, it's coming out now because the guy filed a lawsuit against Jerry and the Clippers, and the, the Jerry West ought to countersue the guy for fraud because Kawhi Leonard – hasn't been worth the effort that they put into getting him so far. He needs a, he's got a lot more to prove out here. No, I mean, you pay $2.5 million to sway a guy to come to your team and you don't get out of the second round again. Come on. Um, 
But I just think I, I'm back in the law. I can't imagine that the logo would need one of the greatest executives, the, the greatest executive of all time in the NBA, if you ask me, would need help in trying to recruit a player. I can't imagine that. I heard the Clippers did a lot of things to try to recruit Kawhi. I can't imagine they would do something like that. But even that, even that, it's, it's, so what's, what's the NBA going to do? Find them draft picks? They don't have any draft picks. $10 million? Ballmer's got that much in his in his sofa cushions. Uh, I, I just think this is a this is going to be quickly become a non-story. And if it does become a story, I'm backing the logo on this. I've always got the logos back. Yeah, he's one of my idols. I I just I I think that's why I took note of the story because you know we always look at Jerry. Jerry gets his man when he wants him, and to get Kawhi Leonard, and that's why when you had somebody saying, "Hey, he promised me two and a half million dollars to deliver," I can't Kawhi imagine Leonard. that. I, I just can't imagine. And some of the stuff the guy was saying that he was, the advice he was giving Jerry was tell Kawhi you want him. Tell Kawhi the Clippers are going to be good. I don't think that's advice. That's advice Jerry really needed. So I think this is, this is a much ado about nothing. And, and it's a dumb rule anyway. It's a, I mean, do, do you agree it's a dumb rule? This intermediary thing, everybody does that when they try to get jobs for other people. Everybody recruits everybody like that. Yeah. it's. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's a stupid rule. College is littered with uh, guys who do this, and, and that's their living. Uh, the Lakers situation, uh, how much better are they going to be this season than uh, last season? They're, I can't believe they're going to say this. They're going to be better. They're going to be a lot better. I mean, they're going to be they're deeper. They're better. going to be better defensively. I mean, I see. I don't see anybody challenging them at all. And, and the Clippers, I, don't, I think, are going to be worse than last year. And and I think that this whole chemistry thing really came up and bit them, and it's all been exposed now. And I think the Clippers are going to be worse. The Lakers are going to be better. I mean, they, and then and, and this this Horton Tucker kid has been a real revelation there. Watch for him. And uh, better defensively. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how Rob Palenka did it. He's been I've criticized him so much in the past, and he actually made a championship team better. Yeah, I think so too. And I think just that. You know, guys who maybe want to play with LeBron knowing that they got a chance to win a championship here and you get to play in Los Angeles, you get to play for the Lakers here. Schroeder, they get younger. Uh, Gasol, they get better defensively. Yeah. And, and he's a good passer and he can, you know, he can be outside and allow Anthony Davis to kind of uh, have, you know, roam the floor. You get rid of playoff Rondo. We only miss him when the playoffs take place during the regular the season. season. Yeah, not not as important. But, yeah, I, I think that there's a, if I'm handicapping here, I think if Golden State had stayed together, Bill, I really believe that they would be right there with the Lakers as the two teams to beat. You know, if you have Draymond, Steph, you get Wiseman as your number one pick, and Klay Thompson, I mean, that's still a formidable lineup here. Yeah, but the, the Anthony Davis and LeBron James, they play together. And, I, and I've written, I don't think LeBron should play at all until like April. I mean, the, the, I, I think he's, he's, he's wiped out. He was upset at the short break the NBA took. And I think fans shouldn't be surprised to see him. He, he's ripped load management in the past. He's going to be all about load management this year, and he should be. Yeah, but how do you do it, though, Bill? How do you do it where the NBA is – I mean, you're just going to pay fines? That in- Yes, just yeah, because, because it's all about championships. And that's all the fans care about out here. That's all, they, that's all the Lakers care about. Absolutely, you pay fines. You give LeBron – heck, give him a month off. I, I don't care, and I don't think the fans care. I think with one thing, there's going to be no fans in the stands, so nobody's going to hold up a ticket and say, I paid to see LeBron James and he's not, he's not showing up today. This is a perfect year for that. He's obviously, I mean, you saw what his comments were when he found out that the NBA was going to come back December 22nd. He said, oh, bleep. Yeah. Uh, 
that's that's indicative of his body and how worn down he is and how worn down he can be. And I think the Lakers need this team and Anthony ready for spring. And I think that's that's what they're going to be, be uh, leading toward. And I don't think anybody can, can, is going to complain about that out here. Yeah, but you know how LeBron is. He's got rabbit ears. He hears everything. He's sensitive about this. If somebody's going to say, hey, you've criticized these other guys with load management, and now you're doing the same thing. Well, the reason he's criticized them, Dan, though, he's always criticized them because he said, if somebody's in the stands who's well, the first time they're going to see me play, I want to play for them. That's always been the basis of his criticism. There is no more basis for that because of the, all the seats will be empty. So I think he's got his out, and and, and I support him on that. Uh, we, uh, you know, I said we're not armchair quarterbacks. We're arm, armchair ophthalmologists this weekend in college football, like the the eye test with Ohio State. If USC had been relevant the last couple of years, Bill, and been undefeated, would the committee be looking at? Would there be an eye test involved with USC tonight against Oregon? Absolutely, Dan. They're, 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 if they hadn't gone into this season, gone 13 and 13 in the last 26 games, having lost two bowl games to Big Ten opponents badly, they, you know, they, they started the year 18th in, in the CFP poll. That's ridiculous. I mean, how can they, I mean, again, I know, I know Cincinnati's got a, got a point and I understand all that, but how can a team, if USC wins tonight, a pack, an undefeated Power Five conference champion, not getting into CFP playoffs. It's the first time it's a, that's ever happened. And it's totally, it's totally based on the fact that the, that they, their recency bias and the fact that the PAC 12 is so terrible and all has such a terrible TV deal and nobody sees them and the conference is, is not very deep. And so they're, they're being held, held back by two things and neither of them is their fault. They belong. If they win tonight, how do you keep a six and USC team out of the playoffs, they just—they're not relevant. They—they they haven't been relevant, Bill. And and I know, I, and, and and that's not fair. That's that, that, that's and again, I, I don't understand. Cincinnati's got a point too. USC would clock Cincinnati on on a on a, on a, on, a, on in a game. Uh, USC deserves to be any more than Ohio State does. What's Ohio State done? But they have they, the they history. They have a quarter yards to Indiana. But but they have a history here, recent history of being great, and they have. A quarterback that everybody knows. They got you know uh, future first round draft picks. There's talent there, yeah, I, and I, know, I understand I they they haven't. You know their signature win was Indiana in Columbus, and they held on to win that one. And now they 490 got, yards they gave up. Yeah, yeah. But I no. I mean the system is flawed, but I don't know if anybody is going to rectify this anytime soon. It it feels like this is what the TV executives want. That is, give us the teams that people will watch. How can they not want to watch USC, Dan? And you know that. They're as excited as anybody. Three qu- fourth quarter comebacks in the last minute in the last in the five games, and they're holding that against them? I think it's ridiculous. Well, they got to blow how, somebody how they, out, though, Bill. That's the reason why they had these fourth quarter comebacks is they're not putting away sub-500 teams here. But they're winning games. The bottom line is they're winning games, Dan. They're, un, <laughs> they're unbeaten 6-0. Oh, an undefeated USC team is not going to get in the playoffs, and that's ridiculous. You know, and you you tell me if Clemson loses to Notre Dame, Clemson gets in, are you kidding me? I mean, th- th- that would have been USC's path to get in. They're not going to get in ahead of Ohio State. But if Clemson loses, and if two, you're going to put a two-loss Clemson team in there, a two-loss Florida team in there, a two-loss Iowa State team, to an undefeated Pac-12 champion? You're fired Pac- up here. You're you're fired up. Well, the Pac-12 is bad, and I yes. understand it's terrible. It's it's bad, and it's and and they need a new commissioner, and they need a new look, and they need a new everything. But nonetheless, 
undefeated. And it, have you seen him play at all? Have you stayed up at night and watched him on Fathano on, on the Nickelodeon don't or, do this, or whatever channel? Don't do this East Coast bias. You guys don't stay up. I, I, I have two kids who went to USC. Half my family went to USC. Yes, I, I watch. Yeah, well, my, well, my point is that, again they're on Nickelodeon or the comedy channel. <laughs> they're, they're not on. They're not on regular television. Oh no, it's hard to find them. But you know, it's, it's hard to find them. Yeah. I, I just think it's. I just think it's wrong. And I think. And, and when, when that when that one commissioner said go back to the BCS, BCS makes more sense than this to me. It honestly does. Yeah. It honestly does. They, they, they could have picked these four teams at the start of the season. Yes. this is a coordination. Yes, you, nice. you could have had and I at the beginning of the year when we were talking about the final four, I said Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and then I put in Oklahoma. So, you know, I could have easily so one spot up for grabs, probably. Yes. And that was, you know, so it happened to be Notre Dame. It could have been Oklahoma, one other school in there. There's about seven or eight schools that can play for a national championship. But just remember, they'll be the first. If they win, they'll be the first unbeaten team in the CFP era, not to unbeaten Power Five conference champion, not to be in the Final Four. That's history. That's the wrong side of history. They better win tonight, Bill. Yeah, they better win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there. You're, you're, there's that. Yeah. yeah, there's always that possibility they lose to there's Oregon. That. Yeah. Oh, boy. There uh, I'm glad you're doing better. It's great to talk to you. We appreciate your time as always, Bill. Thank you very much. Much. Thanks, Dan. Anytime. See That's you. Bill Plaschke, LA Times columnist and ESPN Around the Horn contributor. He might have earned some points from Reality. I think Reality should give him some points the next time he comes on for Bill. Thank you, Todd. Oh, you know what's happening is I turn off this mic and we go to commercial break. Oh, we're going outside. Yes, we have Tenderloin and. Brussels sprouts and all kinds of we stuff. We have the on. espresso coriander rubbed beef tenderloin. It's coming off the grill. That just sounds fabulous. It really does. How about I turn off my mic? I'll walk over. We'll walk out. Hand in hand? Or yeah, you don't no, want, no, no, okay, no, no. Well, it's come COVID anyway. <laughs> I don't want Even to. if you were willing to, that uh, not, this is not, not the time. Not that to hand. Be. No. Social distance, we can, yeah, right. we can do that. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. Close up shop after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests. We're gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, shoppers? We always do Arcade Fire on this Meet Friday. This is going out to the Florida star Keontae Johnson. Collapsed last weekend during a basketball game for the Florida Gators. Keontae Johnson, able to speak after collapsing during a game. He's in stable condition in the hospital. And certainly a scary moment. And when I saw it, it took me back to the night that Hank Gathers collapsed. I was working on SportsCenter that night. And I remember that we had to change the entire rundown because what happened. And we had a cameraman there, freelance cameraman, who was there and captured everything. And I remember Chris Myers went to the hospital. He was the reporter, L.A.-based reporter, and Chris did a great job with that. And I was anchoring with Chris Berman. That was one of those Berman each year would come in and do at least one sports center to continue his streak of consecutive years doing at least one sports center. And it happened to be that night with Hank Gathers uh, collapsing. But uh, Keontae Johnson, uh, don't know if he's got basketball in his future, uh, but, you know, just a healthy life. Uh, you'll certainly settle for with what happened. Uh, let me see what we learn. What's in store for Monday? Man, what a great meat Friday. Really a great meat Friday. Right, Todd? We, we really need to tease the guys like that? No, no. I, I, if they were I know what you do. Here, it's, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't I'm not mean, mean spirit. I like seeing everybody enjoy it. So you like to you like to rub it in using the word rub off of the rub tenderloin. Yeah, 
but I just said it's a great meat Friday. It's a great meat Friday. But I asked you before if you know maybe we can hang out for a little while after the show outside and uh, just kind of catch up and. You didn't seem interested in that. I spent three and a half hours with you today. Yeah, but I have to share you with the national audience and everything. It's not really quality, just one-on-one. It's like I happen to be here in the background while you're talking to the audience. If you drank, then maybe I'd hang out with you. But we've all talked about that. Paulie, all the guys have mentioned that. It would be very dangerous, probably, knowing parts of my personality and how it might mix with uh, alcoholic beverages could get really... uh, well, I don't want to drink alone, but I feel like I would need to drink if it's just going to be you and me. You know what? It's, it, this is what you do. It's Friday, the last couple of minutes of the show, it's the holiday, and you still got to take your shots. Uh, oh, boy. Keep your head up, all right? We'll get there. We'll all figure right. it out. All right. George in Ohio. Hey, George, what's on your mind? Good morning. Good morning, George. Yeah, I just had a sausage sandwich. Thanks for telling me everything. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of coffee. It was pretty good. All right. Hey, uh, just a quick question since we're short on time. Um, John Gruden, uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think he's a little bit overrated. Your thoughts on that, Dan? Have a good weekend. All right. Well, thank you, George. Well, I was waiting for the team this year to take that next that next step. He's got talent there. But you know what? You're, John and the Raiders are together for seven more years. So good luck. But you got talent there. Got talent. Some birthdays. Keith Richards is only 77. <laughs> he looks 87. His wife looks 47. <laughs> Keith Richards is older than Steven Spielberg by a couple of years. He must have strong like genetics with some of the things he's probably put in his body that he's uh, made it this long. The over-under show would have been a lot under that number. I can't imagine, you know, what the coroner is going to find out, you know, 30 years from now when Keith dies. Uh, Brad Pitt's birthday. Brad Pitt is uh, 57, in case you were wondering there. And Katie Holmes, a former girlfriend of mine, uh, 42, 42 years of age. Co-star in a movie. I imagine Ty Cobb would have been 134. I didn't care about that. I thought that was interesting. 1886. I know, but I didn't care about that. Like you brought Obviously, it up. Obviously, you didn't bring it up. I know, I, I brought up Katie Holmes instead. Katie Holmes is better to talk about than 134-year-old Ty Cobb. Do you realize that our scene in a Sandler movie that was cut out was so hot <laughs> that they took that out? It was inappropriate for some viewers. Or something. It was going to get a director's rating cut? that... Uh, no, what even director's cut. But I think this is Sandler doing Tom Cruise's solid... Because Cruz, they were married at the time, and I think that in We Now Tom can get upset. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Um, maybe something to do with uh, Katie and me kind of locking eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It happens. It does. That's how you, it's called movie magic. Uh, Paulie, this day in sports history? Uh, pretty good one. 1961, a young Wilt Chamberlain scored 78 points against the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's go around the room, what we learned on the program. I'll start with my new best friend, Todd yeah, Fritz. James Harden is expanding. Dot, 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 dot. His <laughs> list of teams he's willing to be traded to. Uh, it was on the bottom line last night. Uh, McLovin. I think Bill Plasky tried to argue USC should be in consideration for the Final Four. Yeah, they shouldn't be. No. Uh, Seton, what'd you learn? He's a luck. He's an Elway. He's a Marino, apparently. That's yeah. Justin Herbert. Uh, that. Paulie, what'd you learn? 
I couldn't taste the uh, tenderloin, mm. beautiful rub tenderloin, but mm. I could definitely hear Fritz eating it. Masterclass <laughs> offers over 90 classes <laughs> on a variety of topics. Hey, how's it uh, taste? Oh, good. Yeah, it sounds like it. Masterclass.com slash Patrick. Masterclass.com slash Patrick. So Have a great weekend, everybody. Talk to you on Monday. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.